Everybody, you're listening to God Spice with Greg and Kathy. We typically invite people into our Manhattan living room. Mm-hmm, that we do. We're doing something a little unconventional. Mm-hmm. We are. We're inviting you into our mommy daddy vacation. A spot down in the Caribbean. Yes, it's a Dutch settled. settled. Establishment. Yes, that it is. Uh, we're going to keep that still on the DO. Mm. Are we going to eventually divulge where we are? Or are we going to keep the whole thing a mystery? It's, it's somewhere in the Caribbean. Mm. Uh, it is not a very popular destination. Mm-hmm. But there's and no reason why it shouldn't be. No, it's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. People it's are gorgeous. lovely. The beaches are gorgeous. They've got amazing things to see mm-hmm. and do and eat. It's not far from Aruba. It is not far. It's not far from Venezuela. Oh, we might actually be pinpointing mm-hmm. where we are. Mm-hmm. Well, there's still many islands in the surrounding area, and they get their vegetables from Colombia. Colombia. Yes. Yes. Well, right now they do. Right now. Because yeah. of the situation. Yes. So we are shooting outdoors, so there is going to be... This will be our least audio... Friendly. Friendly. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be, uh, you know, lots of loudness yes. and uh, commotion and maybe rain and maybe sun. Yes, because we're obviously not shooting in a studio and we're shooting outdoors. And in fact, you can probably just hear the birds chirping left and right around us. And you can hear the wind going through the palm trees. And there's a little bit of a sprinkle that's coming in every once in a while yeah, so due to the humidity today. Yeah. I think what, why we wanted to do this pod from here mm-hmm. is actually to just share and relate to other individuals who might be parents or have children and talk about our love and passion for traveling as well as the fact that we like to do it with or without our kids. Well, and the importance of doing it without them. It's wonderful to take family vacations for multiple reasons. It helps expand one's knowledge of culture and tradition across the Yeah, like last week we talked about music, right? And the importance of exposure to music from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And very similarly, we really value and we think it's a great thing for our kids as well as ourselves Mm -hmm. to expose ourselves to other people and cultures. 100%. And also it's important, I would say, for parents or adults or if you have a partner to take time yourself. Yeah. And not always bring the kids. It's wonderful to do the family vacations, but you which, need, which we do multiple. Which years. we do, yes. And but you also need time to go away yourselves. Once in a while, I think it's okay for the grown-ups, don't you think? To have some fun. We're allowed to have some fun. But you know, you know how I'm a total geek, mm-hmm. and I, you don't like when I throw out my stats all the time out there, but. Mm-hmm. I was actually curious. I have to say that. The stats do not bother me. What are you talking about? I love stats. Yeah, you like stats when it's about work. Well, of course, because you can apply statistical information to make calculated decisions. I know. But when you're on vacation, but I'm not actually, looking at I actually wanted to understand. Stats and analysis. I want to understand yes. how many people mm-hmm. of our kind of demographic or or situation, mm-hmm. people who are parents, yes. and obligation to little people, uh-huh. how many of us actually take advantage of having that little bit of first time? Mm-hmm. I and I was a little shocked. It's like only a little over 20% That's low. of parents 
take the time and energy to go on vacations without their children. Without their children. Does that, does that include like even little weekend getaways? Just in general? in general? In general. Which... Why do you think the number's so low? That might actually be why the divorce rate is so high. That could very well be. <laughs> but I do know, you know, when I look at many people that I know that are married, sometimes, you know, not in all situations, but I have seen this where parents just start living vicariously through their children mm -hmm. and then their children are their lives and they almost forget who they are themselves. That's right, that's right. And I believe personally in a healthy relationship, you have to love your children, but you also need to make sure that you love yourself and take care of yourself. Self-care. Self-care, Self absolutely. Really, and that really important. And in fact, where we are in this undisclosed Caribbean island mm -hmm. is technically a wellness getaway for adults. It is. And it's supposed to be a wellness getaway. Yes, but I'm a little confused. It's a wellness getaway that has a bar. Has a bar. It really doesn't have any vegetarian food. No, it has It's mostly meat. meat and fried fish. Yes. So we've had to have them make us custom entrees you know, each day. It's a, it's a different definition of wellness. <laughs> I think they call that living well disease for you know many people <laughs> that um, tend to overindulge in whatever they do, I guess. Yeah. I've heard yeah. that term before, but. But, you know, I actually was surprised. Mm, that I was surprised too. a low percentage of adults, and in fact, the majority say they will predominantly only plan on going on vacation with their kids. Mm. And we take our kids on vacation. We do. They're exposed, well-traveled. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's important to have like that separation and... It's like church and state. Well, I actually read another study then because I was like, what? This is, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. But then there was another piece of research I came across where people actually who do what we're doing mm -hmm. um, and have that kind of separate space, you know, with our kids. In our case, it's a little bit different because we were divorced and then we, they're with our exes right sure, now. Sure. But before I got divorced, mm -hmm. my husband at the time and I, we actually went on quite a few trips mm -hmm. without our daughter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she built a different bond with my mom by like having her stay with her grandmother, right? Sure. Like she was exposed to just being a little bit more independent mm -hmm. and self, and she was like, oh, I, I need to do something on my own. Mm -hmm. And this other research study actually talks about that, that kids who are actually put in these positions, they have another level of maturity and they develop skills they otherwise wouldn't. By not having their parents around them because they're forced. Well, if you think about it as a child, it's very easy to manipulate your parents and get mm -hmm. them to do what you want them to do when mm -hmm. they're around. But with someone else that's taking care of you, you almost have to live by the rules of that individual that's taking care of you. Yep. And during that period, they may have a different way of raising, yep. I shouldn't say raising the individual because it's a short period of time, but interact. a different set of rules in how they interact with yeah. you. Yeah. And so that definitely helps, I would say, build I, the maturity. I have a question for you. When you, um, did you ever leave your daughter and go on a trip without, like when, when you were married? It that? was on the more rare side. Well, that explains a lot. Mm -hmm. So, when I would leave my daughter with, whether it was even for a day with a friend to uh -huh. go do something, uh -huh. or it was like, go to China with my ex. Sure. I, we went on real far I, I wanted to take trips, 
but we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Um, no more. I got the point. Yeah. What are some of the favorite places you've traveled? That's a good question. I enjoyed our trip with the kids to Portugal, Turks and Caicos. Loved Mexico. Loved Isla Mujeres, Cancun. Greece is spectacular. Mm -hmm. You know, different islands on Greece and Santorini's are beautiful islands. There really isn't a destination that I have disliked, and each one has something special in its own right yeah. that I've pulled away from that particular experience. Mm -hmm. Like St. Kitts, like that's up there. What I love about St. Kitts is that was another trip with just the two of us, which was fantastic. It, you know, we enjoyed the food, we enjoyed the ambiance, a lot of music. It was a wonderfully romantic. Well, and, also, and what's interesting about that island is like it's a formation from volcanoes, mm -hmm. and they said there's still an active volcano on the other side. Mm -hmm. So that's the spiciness. It does. And heats up the romance, if you know what we're talking about. Well, and yeah, well, that's a, you bring up a really good point. Like how it's so hard to find opportunities to be intimate when you're a parent, mm -hmm. and it's like by the time you like get off the computers and your mobile devices mm -hmm. and you put the kids to bed, it's like yeah, exactly. It's like before the kids wake up in the morning, when the kids go to bed at night, and you're on vacation by yourselves. It could be any time you want it because there's no schedule. That's true. You know, and and even like seeing kids, just the you know the hotel that we stayed in was you know the Park Hyatt, the way that they designed basically bungalows into the ambiance and the and right. The, it was an obnoxious. Our, like, it wasn't an obnoxious hotel. They didn't take away from the the land itself. Right. The, the they built architecture directly right into, into the, the earth, into the into the islands. Yeah. It was it was really and just gorgeous views of the ocean and it was such a lovely time. That was, that was a great such time. A great but time. also, when going away without the kids, which also fun is to bring friends. Oh, so yeah. when we brought, you know, when Lita joined us in Jamaica, which yeah. was an absolute wonderful time. We had a blast. We had a, an we absolute had shows, blast. We food, yeah. and dancing. We did probably one of the weirdest things that I've probably ever done in my life. The silence party. The well, first and last time I think I ever want to do a silent party. If no you're offense unsure, to silent party lovers, yeah. but it's just it wasn't for us. It was a weird experience. And if you're unsure what a silent party is, they give you headphones and there's two different DJs spinning, and you can choose what frequency you want to be on, and you can listen to that DJ's music. So take a group of 500, a thousand people dancing in complete silence because they're all wearing headphones. <laughs> Yeah, and so we're trying to communicate actually, with each other. Some of us had one DJ yeah, on, so another had the other DJ on. Of it's like going to a dance club absolutely. and finding ways to connect with other human beings with it's, dance and music. I, I agree. It, it, yeah, it's you're basically partying by yourself. Pretty much. Yeah. Much. It brings you into your own world. Maybe it's good for like super introverts. It could be. It could be very good for introverts. You know? Or those who just spend their time in the metaverse two four seven and enables them to remain in that in that world of themselves. Yes. 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 Like when we want to be a Roblox character of some sort. Yeah. Absolutely. We want to mm, an avatar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pick our avatar and look and feel. Yeah. I mean, I always wanted to have big foot wide shoulders and a virtual dance. Oh, really? And carry around like Thor's hammer. Yeah. 
beat yeah. people up. Yeah. Mm. Like that's like totally my Minecraft book. Yeah, I think I transformed into someone from like Dancing with the Stars. The noise in the background is all the noise. But that's but that's that's shooting live. It's kind of like you know news broadcast where hey they're yes. shooting live and everything's happening around them. That is it's true. noisy, but that's alright. What's the favorite thing I do for us every time we do something? Hitting the spa. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is like so important. It, it's wonderful when you're on a say a tropical vacation and you spent time in the sun and towards the end of your trip have a spa appointment, get a salt rub which cleanses the body and cleanses it of all or dead sugar. cells. Or sugar. Or sugar, or it could be sugar. And then a massage right on top of it. It's such a perfect way to conclude a vacation. So is that how you've retained your youth? Yes. yes. We've all been massaged with oil. In fact, yes. I have a story about that, that. Well, didn't you say, aren't you like several thousand years old because you're Aryan or something like that? Um, well, depending so on the pretty, type of Indian I just thought you were a vampire. Yes. Yes. No, no, um, yes. Yes, I'm 6,000 years So it's really just natural oils and eucerin body rubs yes. that you're getting that retains the youthfulness? Yes, it does. Let's hear about the oil. My... Was it hot oil? Was it cold oil? My, was my, it olive oil? My eye mm. came here when I was born. Mm. And for those of you who do not know what an IE is, that is in uh, Indian term for grandmother. Well, specifically Canada. And Canada, yes. It's like Canada. Yes. My IE came here when I, my mom was having me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was born in June. Mm -hmm. I'm a June baby. And that's why I love and gravitate towards sunny places. Mm -hmm. But she came here and we were living in kind of like that Greenwich Village slash East Village-ish area mm -hmm. where my parents had their place. Mm -hmm. And she decided to do, well, what Indian people do. She basted me in an oil massage bath. She like dressed me in a cute little silk outfit. Very nice. And put me in a stroller and took me out for a stroll. And people were wondering, why is this child born to like relatively fair parents? And I don't know if you remember what my eye looks like. She's mm -hmm. very fair. Right here, yeah. And my mom's really fair. Mm -hmm. And I came out like just a normal like combination of my mom and my dad, mm -hmm. but I suddenly started really getting brown. And they discovered it because I was being taken out for a walk after my roasted oil <laughs> massage. Treatment. Which is like the perfect recipe for, you know, especially, you know, if you're more fair skin, the perfect recipe to be burned. Well, I didn't get burned. I just got like, I turned into like a kebab. I was a kebab. Kirti, I was like kebab. kebab. So unlike your sister who's chutney, you're a kebab. Yes, I became a kebab. Oh, is that why you like chicken? The only meat that you eat? No, I was exposed to that actually when I was a kid because my uncle, um, who came from India, mm -hmm. he encouraged my mom and me to expand our palate, that mm -hmm. would make it easier to travel sure. and whatnot. And so he actually introduced this, like, eating chicken kebabs to mm -hmm. us because it was flavored and marinated and such good food. Like, it, it was tasty, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's so funny, my dad has never eaten it, but he, and he's like the only vegetarian of all his brothers, but he would be like, you should try it, it's so good. And I'm like, how do you know? You didn't eat it. You have not eaten it. You haven't tried it, yes. No, he still hasn't tried it. Oh, interesting. Like, but it looks so good. <laughs> he was right. Uh -huh. It was so yes. good. So oh, good. and you still enjoy it. I still it. enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I definitely eat. I think I eat a lot less chicken, though, mm -hmm. over the years. It just fills me up too much. Sure, sure. So I That's particular in how it's prepared, too. And also, 
the type of meat, whether it's you know, breasts versus yeah, and you know a lot of Asians will eat a variety of mm -hmm. parts just of chop the it right up with the bone, just throw it in a yeah, in a meal. Well, no, they don't have a bone. Well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you like it that way. I'm saying but that's how it's yeah. sometimes served. It could, it could be for yeah. a stew type dish. Yeah. But like, I'm so particular. I mean, I like chicken, mm -hmm. which they've actually been able to accommodate here whenever mm -hmm. I've been wanting some chicken. Mm -hmm. Something else that we do recommend for you know those that are going to travel without their kids, which is a wonderful service to have. And it's something to just always explore. Some places may just have it, others you may have to pay just a little extra, but it could be completely worth it, is a butler service. Oh, yes. It saves you mad, mad time. It actually helps to give you discounts on excursions because they can pull strings, they'll get you the restaurants you want, they'll take care of everything at the hotel so you're not on the phone with the concierge or front desk all the time. Yep. Sometimes you can't even get in touch with it because when you come to an island, everything happens to be on island time. They, island car, car sounds coming. Island car sounds. With the pump. The motorbikes, yes. But it can help out quite quite a bit in providing a more accommodating experience. about finding the deals. Yeah. I'm like huge on deals, mm -hmm. right? And uh, I also, when I tend to book our trips, I don't want to go anywhere I've already been. Mm -hmm. It's so important to like try to visit a new place, mm -hmm. a new country, a new culture. And like a true local culture. Yes. yes. Not the fictitious culture that they try to replicate at a right. resort. <laughs> no, and, and I don't think we like I hate I hate having that like same like kind of American entire vibe and feeling. Mm -hmm. And I like really want to find an American. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. Today is our last day. Our last full day, yes. Yeah. Yes. And we're going to head to the beach, which is miraculous. Yes, the beach is gorgeous. Beautiful. Yes, Gregory. Gregory. Yo, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. Water. Mm -hmm. um, even the temperature of the water was amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then we actually have a beach bar right there, which is nice. Well, and the other thing is like when you're looking at deals, mm -hmm. is to try to find those promo packages. Like I got a promo package where we have like we have spine food, but then tonight they're making a custom made dinner for us. Yes, which is nice in a private dining room. Yes. Which will be nice. Yes. And again, part of just an overarching package deal. Are you gonna have some tree chicken as they call it? No, thank you. No, no iguana. No iguana for no me. No iguana. No, thank you. No. Oh, it's a chicken tree chicken. No. As they locally call it. And they no. no chicken. I don't know if they're cooking up the big guy that walked by us before. <laughs> Kirti eating the iguana. Kirti is converted from vegetarianism. Vegetarianism to non-vegetarianism. Are we going to tell people where we are, or are we going to force them to leave a comment and ask where we are, and they'll respond that way? I don't know. I haven't decided what we should do. I will say, as a hint, they do make a liquor. I get to work it, honey. You gotta work it, bitch. Gotta work it. There you go. Huh. Well, that gives it away, Greg. Doesn't give it away. You already said Dutch settled, but Amstelite is are... a type of beverage. But there, there is are many there is a digestive that is the same name as the island. Gregory. Yes. You know I like to like roll on the DL. We're rolling the DL. What's not DL? 
designated lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that we've also really noticed, especially with travel, it can be challenging. JFK, what, two weeks ago, the terminal was completely shut down. Was it due to power loss or, or a technology glitch or something of that nature? That was the F FAA, right? They had issues with their computers. Was it? Is that what it was? Yeah. And then you had Heathrow that was losing bags left and right this Yeah, past so you know, year. I've, been, I've been, as you know, flying a lot since my parents mm -hmm. came here as immigrants. They really brought us up flying everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't we didn't consider it a vacation unless you flew somewhere mm -hmm. to be away and explore something new. So, outside of going going to India, like every other year or every couple of years, whatever mm -hmm. it may be, because um, it's important for us to see family mm -hmm. uh, and immerse ourselves in that culture. My dad really was just always so good about taking his entire family somewhere, like mm -hmm. whether it's the islands, whether we went to Europe, you know, different parts of the U.S. We saw things, sure. and flying is expensive. You know, it, it, it was expensive pricey. back then, yeah. it's still expensive now, and I think airlines have certainly taken advantage post-COVID mm -hmm. of hiking up prices. Mm -hmm. And you know, I was like, oh my God, how are we going to go anywhere with the kids? How are we going to do this? And, you know, just putting out a tip there, and, and I think between work travel and mm -hmm. personal travel, it's become really, really critical that you find the airline you love and you can accumulate miles yes. and status because yes. it really helps. It makes like a big difference, benefits. especially you know if you're in your profession, you have to travel a lot. It's best to just use one particular airline, yeah. continue to rack up miles from all the business travel that your company's paying for anyway, but you get to retain those miles right. and apply that to your personal travel. Exactly. Yeah. And so, even though. You know, things have been rough for us mm -hmm. from like a professional standpoint, mm -hmm. right? Like I left a really big job to do something exciting and build something new. Mm -hmm. You also did a similar thing. Mm -hmm. You left a big job to go do something new, mm -hmm. uh, build a product that people, we thought, need. And the job situation didn't really end up in a really good place, yes. right? Yes, like, yeah. Uh, full-time job. It's taking chances, right? It's taking some calculated risks. risks. Yes. And we could have probably, I think, been a bit more myopic and saying, oh, we, we it's hardship right now. Mm -hmm. We can't do something to make ourselves happy. But traveling, for me personally, and I think, I think you feel the same way as me, right? Mm -hmm. But like, I think it's just so critical to mental health. And, Absolutely, yeah. And Especially when you live in New York City, you finding, live in a box. Yeah, and finding that work-life balance. <laughs> yes. And is it easy to like spend money and go somewhere? No. Mm -hmm. Am I gonna sort of probably like have like agita about it for a few weeks? Mm -hmm. Probably. Mm -hmm. But when I look at the big picture, the you know I think the the juice is worth the squeeze, and having sure. time with you here after everything we've been through with our professional as well as health issues that we've had the yes. past several months. Yeah. Uh, we haven't gone anywhere. Uh, yeah, most of us, we went to your house where, you know, your sister in your house, or we went yes. to my parents' house, that's mm -hmm. it. And mm -hmm. I feel, Which is very few and far between anyway. Yeah. So, so it's like recharging, 
Um, and finding that new place in your mental health, I think, mm -hmm. is just so important. Yeah, and, I agree. And how you get there, I think, is just being proactive, right? And planning for those mileage cards on your planes or mm -hmm. finding those commercial discounts to get to that destination. Mm -hmm. And, and well, there's, there's ways to find to, deals. There's it's, smart ways to, there's to travel. A, a, a vacation doesn't need to be as pricey as most people think. Right. It's if you find the deal, you know how to understand how the system works and how to apply miles. You can fly and travel really quite well on an economically stable, sound budget. Yes. Yes. And look, Delta girl. Mm -hmm. And I did veer away from Delta. We did. It was not working out schedule and price-wise. Yes, it wasn't. That way. And we, we took JetBlue here. Mm -hmm. Which was fine. It was fine. It was fine. And, you know, I, I was within my means. Mm -hmm. right? I didn't fly JetBlue in a while, again, because we fly Delta mostly, where we've been able to rack up our, our miles. But one thing I was going to say earlier, when flying, and this is what I was bringing up with Heathrow losing bags, you know, what we find, and what's challenging is I'm not a small person, and so when I travel anywhere, just my shoes alone can fill up a bag. They're ginormous. They're ginormous. And so what we try to do, though, is so we try to pack as little as possible and always bring hair. You know what they say always about bring hair giant feet? Yes, big shoes. No comment. No comment. And we'll just say it's corroborated that it's true. <laughs> so, but I'll tell you also another thing that's challenging uh, because when we do travel though with the kids, when traveling internationally, that does require bringing in the exes to sign affidavits in order to take them out of the country. And brings me back to a story when I was younger. I remember I was 13, my first time going to Mexico. One of my you know, best friends. Uh, invited me to go on this trip with he and his parents mm -hmm. and I'm 13 at the time and I remember we went into his parents at the time were living in in the city the place in the city the place in Connecticut so we stayed in the city overnight a cab picked us up early morning took us to the train to Amtrak which then took us to Philadelphia because for the same reason he was trying to find the best flights to oh. bring us to Mexico this is happened to be like a very complicated oh, no, so, so it gets better than this so we get to Philadelphia he gets up to the ticket booth to check, check in and they ask where my documentation is to be taken out of the country <laughs> of course I didn't even think about it didn't have it so he asks for the paperwork we quickly go outside of the terminal go outside he quickly forges <laughs> everything <laughs> brings it back up goes to a different teller <laughs> shows the paperwork and then we're able to get or else I wouldn't have been able to go we've been stuck there I wouldn't have had my Islam Mujeres trip. And this is, I mean, many years ago now, and Islam Mujeres was a completely different island than even what it is now. Yeah. And so we find, so we get on the plane, and this is back in the day when the pilots would fly with the cockpit door open. Yeah. So we went into the cockpit, you know, we were chatting with the pilots, they were showing us the plane, how to fly it. It was, it was really a fun experience. Yeah. And you remember when they would come out and give us, like, pins? They used to get, yeah, come out and give pins. I remember a friend of mine, his dad was a what pilot. I don't His miss dad is used to come out and sit with them. On the oh yes, that's oh. just the pure fact that there's you're allowed to have fire. Again, no offense. Thirty-seven thousand, forty thousand feet in there. the air. So yeah, so you're saying you have a story from your dad. I mean, look, we've got a lot of stories from the Knight families who've gone out on vacations. Mm -hmm. uh, but the one where I think um, my fa my family was a little 
appalled by me mm. is uh Aren't they always? Hey. My dad is like super supportive of like when we're interested in traveling somewhere because we're learning about it or whatever. And I was at the time studying global history, super into it. Uh, I was really curious about wanting to go see Europe. And coolest dad ever was like, books this huge trip for the whole family later that summer. Mm -hmm. And we traveled from England down to France, mm -hmm. like, and hit all the different countries above and across and all that. It's still one of the most amazing trips I will always remember going with my whole family. That's fun. Because we literally saw all of Europe. Like, That's great. there was really no rock unturned. He did an amazing job, him and mom, of like mm -hmm. organizing it. But so, when I said that I like I was over air sickness, mm -hmm. I mean I thought I was, but we like landed in London, and I was just not feeling sick. good. I was mm -hmm. not feeling good from that plane ride, mm -hmm. and we get into the you know the British cabs, which are the black cab with like the doors yeah. that open like this. Yep. You're looking at each other in the yes. seats, yeah. And so mom and dad are sitting on this side, and I, I think Priyanka was in the middle. She was like small, she was like a, she was like a baby crack when we went. Well, not baby, but, yeah, like six, maybe? Okay. Uh -huh. small. Yeah. And I and Pooj were sitting on this side. I suddenly did not feel well. And the guy's like, like London cab, like breaking. Really? Oh. not feeling good. And my family's like, Big Ben, Parliament. Like, they're looking at all that they're pointing it out. You know what I was doing? <laughs> Trying stuck, to not vomit? No, I stuck my face out of the window. I uh -huh. found a way to open the window. Uh -huh. And I was vomiting outside the window the entire ride until I got to the hotel. Oh, my Lord. That is horrible. <laughs> Did the cab driver know? No. No? Did Wait, anyone know? And then, like, I'm, like, discreet. Like, I wipe, like, you know. And they're like, you? you were looking out the window, right? Mm -hmm. And everything. I'm like, uh huh. And you get out, and my is splashed all the side. Oh, yeah, it was so disgusting. That is disgusting. I've had that happen. This uh, horrible feeling. It was I'm horrible. one of my cars from someone I was driving one night. The thing is, too, like, we were on a very strict itinerary. Mm -hmm. We had to get to the hotel, we had to check in, shower. And then they have like a welcome thing for like, we were part of this tour group. It was like oh, 20 people. Yes, yes. So, you know, and actually. Like a regalant type thing? You know, sort of, because then like actually the other family, there's another family there with two kids, mm -hmm. and the older daughter was my age, mm -hmm. and the smaller one was Puja's age. We all ended up hanging out together, like for this, like three, four week long tour yes. that we were together, and it. And actually, I'm still connected with this um, woman today. She still lives in Chicago area or Michigan, if I'm right. Mm -hmm. And we're Facebook friends. And we became pen pals after that. And would write letters to each other oh, even fun. after the Europe trip. Sure. And this, these are the things, though, that like our kids are not going to experience this much mm -hmm. because. If we take Karen somewhere, oh, actually, Karen even made friends with that cute German girl. Remember yeah, she last did year? in Portugal. Yes. And so they did stay they were connected buddies. on Insta, uh -huh. 
for a little bit, but then it kind of fizzled. I don't think they talked her really all that much and WhatsApp, but it was still like that type of experience is fun, yes. you know? The only well, notion that's not there is the 10 pound notion, yes. you know? Well, even our trip here, which we came out as part of our podcast to yep. shoot in this remote location, which brought us here. But even while we were here, we befriended a couple from Montreal, befriended a couple from Toronto. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. another couple that happened to be from New York. Yep. So. Yeah. It's like, it's exciting. Um, Travel, meet new things. Just don't recommend maybe purging your guts. But actually, that's where knowing how to travel as you travel more. Mm -hmm. and, and knowing your limitations as well as what you can or can't yes. eat. Like, you just have to be... Also, when you're I would say that's key. It's not also just knowing what you can and cannot eat, it's knowing what to eat and drink locally right. as well, and how your stomach may react. And it's also not uncommon for the stomach to feel potentially a little upset along your trip because you're ingesting new kind of germs. New germs, essentially, yeah. that might be in the water. It's still clean yeah. water, but there's still going to be potentially different right. set of germs that so your body is. You have, to, you have to acclimate to it, right? right? But before we wrap up, mm -hmm. I thought it'd be fun to talk about our top picks oh, of traveling. Sure. Traveling. I have one. Okay. My ick is there is never the right vanity kind of setup in any kind of hotel. Mm. I think like so many great hotels get it wrong. That's true, I, I, I agree with you. There should be a shower cap, mm -hmm. a nail file. Proper lighting. Like, proper lighting. Vanity. Proper, like, the vanity, vanity size. I have an ick about vanities. Okay. That's a good ick. How about you? I think one of my icks is I feel there's never enough bottled water in the room. Constantly, always to having to call concierge for more oh, I, water. I agree with that. That's one. that's one of my ex. Another ick? Mm -hmm. Clearly, my drink is not being consumed anymore. Mm -hmm. It looks nasty. It has like this much left in it, and mm -hmm. I do not know where this policy came up in any hotel chain or mm -hmm. hotel establishment I've been at. Mm -hmm. But they don't take your freaking cup unless you say please take it mm -hmm. and give me a new cup i think one of my ex is the false advertising that's often used on a website to describe mm -hmm. an amenity and then when you get there it's not an accurate description an example was when we were out uh in montauk uh, a few years back out in the ditch plains area on the website said you could sign up for surf lessons and i wanted to take some surf lessons when we arrive, the guy says to me, he's like, oh yeah, you know, just go down to the beach at like 5.30, 6 a.m. You'll see some surfers down there. What? Wait, what? What What does that mean? Like some rando local surfers are just gonna be there. <laughs> no, you advertise that you're giving surfing lessons. I want to sign up. And I have another that's, ick. That's, I know. have another ick. This ick could probably go on for a while, the uh -huh. was, uh, when resorts claim they're on the beach. Oh, yes. But they're actually not. They're not on the beach. Yes. They claim that they're when on the beach. When a hotel tells me it's on the beach, I expect it to be on the freaking beach, guys. Not a five-minute shuttle ride away from the beach, which and, is annoying beyond And belief. not with, like, roads in between. Then I go to Jersey Shore people, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. I think another ick... I, yeah. I think another ick that I have 
is when you say go to the bar and we enjoy tequila or champagne mm -hmm. and then they have one bottle of tequila and when that tequila has run out they have no more tequila or they have shitty or they have cuervo come on now yeah, which is crappy I mean, that's tequila. the original tequila. Yeah, the original hangover. That got out into the, <laughs> into the outer, outer, outer space. Um, another ache of mine is when hotels don't have the slippers for us. Yes, I can care. It's nice to have slippers. Why do I have to carry my own chuckles? For in, indoor and then to wear outdoor. Um, another ache for me is, or is it just me? That I feel like there's never enough towels. Never you enough. always have to call again concierge or housekeeping to bring more towels. Well, there's two people, so there should be just a double set of each. And then yes. when you know there's four people and you charge us uh -huh. for the kids, yes, there should be extra towels. There should be extra, extra correct. The number of patrons in the establishment. Oh, talking towels. What's another pick of mine? <laughs> and this is it. Doesn't matter what hotel, whether it's economy or a fancy spot. You show up and you go to take a shower, and unless you know, we'll bring our own, you know, shampoo and face soap and things of that nature. But when you go and take a look at the products that they've supplied you, there's four shampoos and no body wash. <laughs> and or, then you call the front desk and you call housekeeping. Or there's no conditioner. Or there's no conditioner. It's weird. But then you call, you call, you know, housekeeping, and then what do they do? They bring you another. <laughs> Their bottle of shampoo, and then you have to physically speak with them and say, "No, no, no, I need body wash." Yeah. And then finally, they bring you body wash, and you get it like an hour later. And then my other ache is when hotels and resorts haven't modernized their menus to accommodate mm. like vegetarians and vegans or vegetarians. In my case, mm -hmm. I think if you're going to be an establishment that's welcoming people from around the world mm -hmm. should sort of maybe get with the times and offer, offer an array of, of array of food, food not yes. just here's some lettuce and here's broccoli. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah, it's not not very appetizing. Speaking of which, I think we're hungry now, right? For we are. Lunch. We are. Yeah, quite hungry. So we're gonna wrap it up. Yes, we are. Uh, we're ready to wrap it up. I think one more egg, though. You have another egg. I have another egg. When you, you know, as you are always great at is finding these you know, hotel deals and packages and then speaking with the hotel when they arrange a car service to pick you up from mm -hmm. the airport and then you arrive at the airport and your vehicle's not there you go to the desk where you know the help desk which is supposed to help supply the vehicle they have no idea where that person is or they basically just they screw up the whole transfer service for you yeah. and one of my icks is it's not that hard to get some basic things right yeah. And we're get you to your asking, end destination. We're not, we're not asking for a limo or no. champagne or just strawberries. Fat.